you are not hidden There's never been a moment you were forgotten You are not hopeless Though you have been broken, your innocence stolen I hear you whisper underneath your breath I hear your SOS, your SOS I will send out an army to find you in the middle of the darkest night is true There is no distance I cannot be covered Over and over You are not defenseless I'll be a shelter I'll be your armor Welcome to the show. This is Conversations with Christians. My name is Jason and I am a Christian and we're here to talk about uh, whatever's on our minds. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Good evening, everybody. I am uh, thankful and blessed to be gathered here with uh, a couple of friends. Um, My brother and sister, Mark and Noel, who uh, have just returned from a trip to Kentucky to help out down there uh, with the recovery from the tornadoes. Um, But before we get any uh, further, we're going to pray. And uh, have the Lord bless this podcast. Heavenly Father, thank you for this glorious day. Thank you for the time of fellowship that we're able to have. Um, and uh, we're just here, Lord, to glorify you and uh, hopefully give uh, the truth and light to everybody out in the world, Lord, that needs it right now. Um, we just want to be that vessel, and uh, we'd like you to take this ministry, conversations with Christians, and, and, and just spark interest in a fire in somebody outside of our, our inner circle, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Mark, uh, you called me after, no, it was before Christmas, you called me and you said, you know, you needed something. And we just nonchalantly and were speaking, and then just before you hung up, you said, I think I'm going to Kentucky. And that was it. And then you went off the grid for like almost three weeks, and I never heard from you. Didn't hear from you on Christmas. And then finally, uh, the beginning of the year, I texted you and said, uh, hey, uh, everything all right? I, I haven't heard from you. And then you blasted my phone with a bunch of pictures from Kentucky and cleaning up. What? what <laughs> how did that happen? Well, when the Lord lays something on your heart, um, it's probably a good thing to just let the Lord lead in a way where it, it tries your faith, it stretches your faith, and it, and it just draws you into a deeper relationship with him through your faith and obeying the calling that he's put on your heart. And I was watching a news uh the news one night and I seen some pictures of the Kentucky tornado and I just kind of shook my head and I said I can't I can't 
I just can't sit here and not go down there and help out and do something. We intended on going down there the week um, leading up to Christmas, and the conversation came up, how could you do that on Christmas <laughs> week? And I said, I can't. No, Mark, Mark, <laughs> you didn't want to go at Christmas. I, you know, I, I look around at, you know, I live in a house, I have food and the heat's on, we have all the comforts here, and and I, I thought about the people as, as I looked at them pictures and I thought to myself, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here idly by. And I, and I knew the Lord was, I knew the Lord was speaking to me to go down there. And if nothing else, uh, on, a, on a scouting mission to, to bring back the news um, of what's going on down there, to bring um, maybe, um, maybe a, a group of brothers and sisters down there to, uh, just just to venture down there and be ministered to by the Lord um, and through what's going on down there. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know how we fit something like this into our schedule, but all I knew is the, the most important thing to do at that point in time, even, even leading up to Christmas, was, was to make sure that this trip was going to happen. And so that's what I... That's what we did. We just we just kind of plotted it, planned it, and went down there and and were completely totally blown away. Um, just the the heartbreak, um, the stories, the thing the things that you see with your eyes, and then your emotions completely and totally overwhelm. They overwhelm you to your soul. And I knew I was where I was supposed to be, at least for that week. The funny thing with you is, is that when the Lord puts something on your heart, <laughs> you 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 think it's right then and there, right now. I gotta go, I gotta go. But thankfully for Miss Noel, the Lord kind of intervened for both of you and planned it out His timing. So yeah. you didn't go down Christmas. You went down with the next week or week after. The next, the, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So you planned it out with Samaritan's Purse, and they kind of coordinated everything for you to get down there and and whatnot. They they, all you got to do really. I mean, that is the greatest organization that we have in our country. Is, you know, they're there for every disaster relief. Their their coordination. I mean, I I think the government actually turns to them because they're so organized. It's 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 it is. It is an incredible thing um, what they do. It, like what we witnessed was was just hard. It'd be hard to put that into words too. Um, the uh, the way that it all came together is we Noel called and and they said we would love to have you. You could come down and serve for three days in a row. And uh, so that's that's we just kind of based everything around that when they when they they said they needed the help and and. Um, we made it happen to get down there and, and do that, and and just to kind of put it all into perspective, um, you know, going back now, if I could take back a, if I could find a few people to go back with, just, I mean, you you think you're going down there to help somebody out. 
and then you get down there and it's like the the things that the Lord does through you it's like you didn't really go down there to help anybody the Lord he drew you down there to help you so you you didn't know what you were going to do each day then I I had I had absolutely no yeah. idea I had no idea I threw, I threw I threw a chainsaw and a demo saw some uh, tool bag of uh, cordless tools you know DeWalt tools and and just a bunch of different things, thinking that uh, you know, I was going to bring some stuff down to help. But Samaritan's Purse is so totally set up with everything. It just, I mean, all you got to do is just, you just got to get there. And they, they, they just, and they just send you out with a, with a, like a crew leader would be, you know, 20 to 40 people probably with each, um, with each crew leader. And we all go to different places and minister to the, the people that are just, uh, just so heartbroken, you know, just lost everything, no no future, no hope, no nothing. It's um it is it's it's like watching the Lord in action. There was we see no no people like in the surrounding areas. There was nobody there helping anybody. The only people that we seen were Samaritan's purse people that were helping the people that were there trying to clean up their clean up their lots or whatever it was it was incredible to see how something like that could happen and the surround you know the people that were around there it's like they didn't they weren't there there was there was like a there was a somehow there was like a void which i couldn't understand i couldn't really i don't really know how to put that into words it it was overwhelming to see everything just with everything became nothing it was just piles and you could see their personal stuff and all of life such so as it puts into perspective how just temporal everything is here and just it was awesome just to be able to to minister on with the people and it, they do do a lot of physical work it, the cleanup and everything but the first thing they tell you when you get there in your crew that's going out is that the mission is the person that's standing there that we're doing the work for and they tell you that our number one job is to love on this person. They tell you that they do not want to see that person alone at any single time during the day. She's to be covered all day with the love of Christ. And uh, that it obviously is the most important work that they do down there is the sharing the love of Christ. And it was just, it was, it was life-changing. Kind of like in the intro song, you know, there's an SOS down there. I mean, there's an SOS across the world right now. And if we don't answer the call that he's sending his army, I mean, we're his army, period. And, and exactly. I, I think a, a lot of Christians are sheltered right now and have been for two years. 
it's not easy to come out of your house right now. You know, when, when you have all of the negativity and, and the untruthfulness about serving right now. You can serve all day long, and that's what we should be doing. So for you two to go down there and, and, and answer that call, I mean, you answer the call regardless. I, you, you have a connection with the Lord that is unbelievable to me. I, I, whether it's your wisdom and, and we have, there's so many podcasts we could do with you. You're, you're truly an amazing person when it comes to your, your testimony. And, and I know Noel has major testimonies as well, but I can't wait to delve into more with you. Now, so is this your first in-state missions trip? And I, I, you, you do a lot. I mean, you, you, you have your own mission with Praise in the Park, you and Noel. I mean, that, that's a huge mission. That's a huge um what's the word i'm looking for um ministry as well um and you've gone overseas and, and you've built well, a hospital or a school right overseas uh, did some stuff in haiti haiti right so now you've had an opportunity to go stateside is it any different um yes because it takes out the um it's it it takes out the excuse that I could never do that. Right. Like you just, it's like going to Walmart, you know, right. I got to go get some, I got to get some new something. I don't know. I got to get some new <laughs> stuff for the garage or something. I don't know. Or I got to go, I got to, you know, whatever. I, I just, being in the States, it's like, you know, going to Haiti, there's, no, I don't know if anything could ever really um equal that as far as like just the intenseness of it the danger the whole thing and the um but like the reward and the things i don't think anything and really i don't think really anything in life could could compare with something on that level missions trips are uh, are life-changing there i don't think you can prepare yourself um, for what you feel when you come back. Um, I, I did a mission strip in uh, Guatemala. We did a, uh, we drilled a well, a water well for a community. And I was empty when I got back. I didn't want to be back here. I wanted to be there doing the Lord's work. That's how I feel right now. I want right. to go back to Kentucky. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's, um, it's an emptiness. It's, it's, uh, it feels like what we do here daily is worthless. It is. It's, I mean, it's you know, whose kingdom are you? Whose kingdom are you building? It's not worthless though, because I know you and I know me, and we both minister every day. Yeah, yeah. In our jobs. Yeah. It's different. I don't think it's as rewarding as when we're on mission. Yeah. But it's it's we're still doing the Lord's work. For sure. Oh, for sure. You're you're. You're an open book. Well, the Lord has revealed himself in supernatural ways. I think it's um, it's my desire to see him at work. And it's 
it's a dis it's it's a display of mercy and grace that he would even ever use somebody like me to do anything. I, you don't take that lightly. I'm not there. I mean, I I know he uses me, and I I know what he did for me, and and I'm very thankful for that. But you you don't take you are on another level with that. Well, like Paul, you know, so many people think that God could never forgive me, God could never use me. But actually, in all reality, I mean, I I read the words of Jesus Christ, the, the letters in red, I read them, and they give me hope because I look at somebody like Paul that was... You know, Paul's mission was to destroy the church, destroy the kingdom, and destroy Christians. And I wasn't I wasn't that bad, but I was bad enough to think that I mean I knew I knew no love. This you know hatred was like number one. I I, I uh I remember um, I remember crying when I was 15 when my little brother was shot and killed and then uh, I don't think I cried again until I was 33 when I gave my heart to the Lord and he took away um, he took away a brutal um, just angry person inside. And he gave me a new heart, and I, 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 I apologize for not being able to really hold it together. But um, he just he gave me a new heart, and it just I don't know. It just it's kind of filled with compassion. I don't. I, I just I know what he did for me, and I just I just I want other people to experience what he's done for me. And I, if it, if somebody needs to be encouraged, I'd be the first one there because. I've been because I've already been down that road. It's 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 awesome to tell people how awesome it is to have a relationship with Christ. It is truly the only thing that matters in this life. And if you're not, if you're if you're feeling if you're a Christian and you're feeling empty and and you've never really walked in the Spirit, it's certainly not God that's not there for you. It's it's probably more you're not giving them the opportunity to work through you. Because to be a witness and to have a testimony is, is basically what we're called to do. And we all, we all head out to the mission field every day when we leave the house. We, we, we're actually, you know, the mission field, is, it starts before you leave the house, actually. You know, um, the way that you treat loved ones is sometimes, you know, it's... It's kind of um, a sad reality when, when there's no the compassion and the love is not there for your family, like it is to a total stranger. I don't, I don't understand that. I maybe I never will, but I, um, I look forward to every day. I like, I get up early and I spend maybe an hour in the Word just to find out what the mission is or whatever, but I never really know until it's it's right in front of me and it and it and, and it 
comes in a lot of different ways. It might be somebody young, could be somebody old, could be somebody that I haven't talked to in, in a long time. But um, just to be doing, just to be ready and willing and able at, at any given time. And when the Lord gives me a scripture like that, you know, you were you were there when when I was hungry and thirsty and I needed you, and then you were there. And I never like I look at the commands that Jesus Christ left behind, especially for the end times like this, like the days that we're living in, you look at, you look at COVID like a worldwide epi epidemic. And I read, you know, I read the first part of Revelation there where it talks about uh, uh, the different, the different plagues and stuff like that. And there's all the uncertainty. There's, there's, there's certainly people dying, um, but there's people that die every day. And there's people, there's people that are born. There's people that die every single day. And if that doesn't enlighten you to the fact that this is a temporal world, it, it's it's I guess the biggest thing is I, I I fear that people don't understand the condemnation that the world is under is because of the original sin in the garden, and that the the the, the fact that the that the Lord set the curse and and ex, you know Adam and Eve were expelled from the garden. And, and so as you journey through this life, where we, we walk through life and we have a fallen nature and, and based on your relationship with God, that's, that's, I mean, it all comes down to an eternal destination. And that's, that's, that's where my, um, my heart breaks for for people that don't want to know the truth because it's it's the you know the blasphemy against the holy spirit is the, is the only it's the only thing that can't be forgiven every every there's no there is no sin that you can commit that is not forgiven it's but to but to reject to reject god and his love is the only thing that'll separate you for eternity from you know from from being with him and and in the heavenly kingdom of heaven i guess um and if I, um, if there's any way that I could be an example to 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 give somebody um, just to help them put a little wind in their sails or something, I, you know, maybe I maybe I got a little more energy than somebody else, and if they somebody can kind of maybe draw a little strength or something like that from that, that's all. That's all. That's all. I I guess I, I guess that's all I could really hope for. You know, I I think of how temporal my life is, and and it's almost like the Lord showed me to um, get my house in order. That's not like you would ever really know, you know, when, um, you know, when you're, when your final day or when your final breath's going to be, but I'd sure like to be uh, an example to, to somebody somewhere to reach for the higher calling. Well, I'm I'm very thankful that you were able to go, and I'm thankful that uh, you shared those photos with me, and we'll get those hopefully posted along with the uh, the podcast. But you make sure you share those photos. Actually, you have shared shared the photos on uh, your Facebook page. So um, we're running out of time, and I I got you sidetracked, so I apologize for that. But we're going to have more discussions, I'm sure, in the near future. So we can go down some serious rabbit holes. 
<laughs> and we'll, maybe we'll get Miss Noel to talk a little bit more next time too. Yeah, we'll get her more comfortable with it. So I'm sure that people would like to hear her voice more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we'll put a link to uh, Samaritan's Purse, and um, if people want to volunteer, they can contact Samaritan's Purse and get down there. And you want to pray us out? Sure. I pray that you would receive the glory and honor for when, if any of the saints listen and find it in their heart or in their in their way to take a mission trip, I pray that you they would see with their eyes and feel with their heart the things that you would be willing to do through their lives. For I know that it is for me uh, when I'm when I'm on a mission trip. There's nothing like seeing the things that you'll do through my hands and the heart that you've given me to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's truly been a pleasure uh, speaking with everyone tonight. I really uh, hope that you enjoyed it and that uh, you'll tune back in. We're hopeful that this podcast takes off and um, we'll have some good content. If you enjoy it, leave some comments. If you didn't enjoy it, leave some comments. You know, I'll only be able to build on this uh, from your feedback. So we appreciate that. Keep it clean, keep it nice, and keep it safe and healthy. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh